of Money with Santosh Serur. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Sound of Money. And on this episode, we have a very special guest joining us from Mumbai. Uh, well, introducing Zuzar Dambawala, who is a Director of Sales Enablement at Franklin Templeton, India. Uh, he's a seasoned asset manager with market leader over two decades of amazing experience. Hi, Zuzar, and uh, welcome to The Sound of Money. Hey, thank you so much, and uh, Santosh, and so good to be here today on the platform, yeah. Most welcome. So, Zuzar, uh, mutual fund as an industry, right, uh, it has seen amazing growth over the years. So, as an industry, uh, where do you see this growth heading in terms of uh, subscriptions uh, from investors? Hello and welcome to another episode of The Sound of Money. On this episode of The Sound of Money, we talk about mutual funds and we have a very special guest joining us from Mumbai. We have uh, Zuzar Tambawala, who is Director, Sales Enablement at Franklin Templeton, India. He's a seasoned uh, asset management leader over with over two decades of experience. Hi, Zuzar, and welcome to this episode of The Sound of Money. Hey, pleasure, Santosh, and good to be here on the platform. Thank you. So, Zuza, my first question to you, since you are from the MF industry, do you see a broader growth on, on the mutual fund industry over the years? Oh, for sure. So, I think, uh, you know, from if I, if I recollect when I joined the industry close to around about in 2000, uh, I think we were uh, we were at less than perhaps a lakh, one lakh crores, right? I mean, today we're at 46 lakh crores. Obviously, the growth has been quite phenomenal yeah. uh, over the years. That growth has actually got accelerated significantly over the last perhaps eight, 10 years. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important that we keep this in perspective because, uh, you know, one is to obviously be happy and enjoy, yeah. and be proud of the growth that the industry has collectively achieved. But I think I always like to keep my eye on the larger opportunity that exists, you know, in the future, right? Because, I mean, if you look at a country like India uh, at 1.5 billion people, uh, you know, uh, there's like close to about five, six crore people who yeah. actually pay tax in the country. Yeah. Uh, well, we're we're at like approximately four crore investors, right, mm -hmm. in the industry. Mm -hmm. So if I had to like kind of do unique investors in the industry, yeah. that number is, 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 is quite low. But I think that, the the larger opportunity to get a lot more retail investors to benefit mm -hmm. from you know uh, a professional actually managing your money yeah. i think that opportunity is really very large and that, perhaps that's what i would really uh, so as much as i would uh, take great amount of pride in being part of the industry and being part of this growth journey but i think yeah. the opportunity is just far too big yeah, but when you say this opportunity, is this opportunity more in the tier two, tier three cities of India? Yeah, I think in, no, I think it's in. I would actually say in general. I think even when it comes to a large city like Mumbai or Delhi, right? I mm. mean, even today, if you see, if I look at just the larger piece of the asset asset pie, nearly fifty percent of that money still comes from Mumbai and Delhi. Okay, mm. the next thirteen cities, uh, you know, probably contribute around about maybe another. 20%. Yeah. So if you look at 70% yeah. of the money still is restricted to the top 15 cities in the country. And then obviously there is a really, really long tail. But I think that the next phase of, you know, if you look at all parameters are suggesting that the next phase of real economic growth really is coming from those smaller towns, right? Yeah. That the audiences over there are actually one 
you know, getting better quality of education and therefore better potential to make money. And if you're making some money, you'll obviously try and save and invest some bit yeah. of that money. So I think uh, it would be, be fantastic to see. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of the India is participating in the mutual fund industry. I think it would love to see the Bharat come come and join the Definitely. industry yeah. 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 yeah yeah you know you you've seen this industry for over two decades now so when you started and now you know in terms of the behavioral pattern of the investor do you see you know because typically india being a very savings uh, you know, yes. economy, yes. Yes. go yes. more into the mutual more into fixed deposits and you know that kind of investment yeah. assured returns probably right. the fact that they also had the impact or probably they had the learnings from the mistakes or whatever unfortunate incidents of the Harshad Mehta scam. So do yeah. you see the kind of, there's a marked paradigm shift in the behavior? Oh, oh, for sure, for sure. So I think, you know, if you're, if you look at it, you know, maybe at the time when, you know, my father was, you know, actively in the working force, we've all seen fixed deposit rates at like 13, 14, 15%, yeah. right? Yeah. If you're going to get assured returns at that level, why would you want to come and invest in a variable investment product like yeah. a mutual fund? But I think what really has happened is that, you know, uh, uh, as interest rates have come down, obviously that's had an mm. impact on assured return products. And people are now really realizing the whole the, the 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 whole the demon of inflation which mm. perhaps a lot of people at that point in time just really didn't bother yeah, about didn't bother. and now if you're saying that well if i put my money in a fixed deposit okay which is giving me what perhaps maybe six percent return mm. i take 35 percent 30 percent on off off tax yeah. uh, i'm pretty much left with what uh, really around about four percent of yeah. net return yeah. And if my inflation, my my consumer inflation is going to be at five six percent, then I'm actually making negative returns, right? So I think mm. people are now really understanding that. They also understand the fact that, uh, you know, risk is good. Mm. Okay, mm. Uh, as long as you can manage that risk, you understand yeah. your own risk profile because not taking any risk in any kind of business, whether it is the mutual funds yeah. or whether it is your own personal investments, is not a good idea, really, right? Yeah. So I think people are getting to terms with those those ideas and those concepts and therefore are now ready to say that well okay fine i'm because i have uh you know a continuous stream of i mean i, I yeah. keep saying this to a lot of my friends that you know if you see the larger population of the world there are more people who are actually working who have yeah. a certain fixed amount of salary which comes to them every month yeah. as compared to uh compared to most people who are you know who are doing business so i'm saying if you have uh if you have regular source of money coming your way then you should be in a position to put some money aside to yeah. invest right yeah. to save yeah. some money and then obviously invest that money yeah. and i think uh, coming coming back to the whole demon of inflation because people are now understanding that piece they're saying that okay fine you know what it's not a, it's not really a bad idea to maybe in some periods of time see you know, a certain correction yeah. and therefore there's a certain loss of money. But over a period of time, obviously, you know, that money is growing significantly, right? Yeah. 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 And also, do you think uh, uh, with whatever happened in 1992 with the scam and then the SEBI coming in, stepping in, making it very difficult. So there is a very strong framework or a very strong foundation. And now investors are pretty assured that, you know, even though you may say eventually subject to market returns, Having said that, there is a strong framework to protect the industry. I, could, I mean, absolutely agree. I think I think SEBI has done a splendid job, right? Uh, over the last 
well, two, three decades yeah. uh, of making sure that you have a governance framework put in yeah. place, you know, in with market participants, uh, which makes sure that the investor is protected. Now, again, when I say investor is protected, it's not about saying that the investor money is protected because the mm -hmm. investor money goes through the vagaries of the market, yeah. okay, uh, and how economic economies today obviously are intertwined. So you yeah. you obviously have a, a, a Ukraine conflict obviously impacting even Indian markets, yeah. right? Yeah. But at least if you have a proper uh, governance framework in place, which then mm -hmm. makes, makes, gives the investor the comfort that Barring the vagaries of the market, I'm not going to lose money because of some somebody not, you know, managing my money well, or yeah. trying to kind of you know hoodwink me in some yeah. kind or the other. So mm -hmm. I think that 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 phase perhaps, uh, you know, uh, is is over. And I think investor confidence in in just the governance uh, measures that SEBI has put in is mm -hmm. extremely high, extremely mm -hmm. high. So I think all of this has really contributed in in some way or the other to say that, well, okay, fine, I'm going to trust uh, and go to industries like mutual funds, yeah. which do give me a, a variability of return, yeah. but I know that the money is actually going to be managed by an expert. Mm, that's good. You know, as, a, as an industry uh, uh, expert, and have you also seen... Uh, the new age investor coming in as in in terms of a lot of fintech options you know investment lots of options. lots of yeah. that so i mean if i think if you if you see uh, if you look at numbers a, a large number a large percentage of these new investors who've come into the industry over the last say, you know maybe 5 6 years are actually the millennials right i mean they've come in to the industry in a big way obviously the the fintech platforms have brought in a huge amount of convenience yeah. right for the retail investor because i mean i don't think any mutual fund company in the country now you know prints uh, as many application forms that they would have printed at one point in time, right? Uh, most of these transactions actually actually happen completely online. So I think uh, uh, that's definitely seen a shift. What I what I I, I do do see this as a concern mm -hmm. is that I think uh, a, a lot of these new age investors who do come in, I think, are you know. Are, are lacking in some level, lacking the patience. Because mm. I've always believed that, you know, making money out of money is a very boring job, right? Yeah. It, you, if you feel, if you want adrenaline rush, I think that you should go to a roller coaster and, you know, just yeah. enjoy yourself and get that, okay. get that adrenaline rush. Yeah. Uh, but if, if you're seriously looking at creating wealth, it's an absolutely boring process. Mm. And the higher the level of boredom, the higher is the probability of you making money. Definitely. Right. Uh, and I think that that concept, honestly, uh, you know, uh, hasn't sunk in as deeply as we would like to kind of at least I would like to kind of mm. believe that it should have. Because mm. even today, when I look at numbers, uh, you know, nearly 60 percent of SIPs. I mean, as much as today, SIPs has become the big mantra. We're yeah. getting close to what, 15,500 crores every month as throughput. But nearly 60 percent of these SIPs actually stop within two years time. Wow. Right. Now, what, what, that, what is the reason for that? When you say, the re you know, yeah, the, uh, I think the reason is the fact that you know people are people just don't uh, believe. I mean, I mean, patience is is a is a is a is a, is a uh, is a premium virtue, right? I mean, people just don't have that patience to say that. Well, every drop in the market, every correction that comes in the market is actually a huge opportunity to buy, right? Yeah. 
unlike and unfortunately what really happens is that well the maximum amount of money that you see coming into the industry is when markets are at an all time high mm-hmm. now yes i'm not saying that you should not invest i mean if you have a view that you know principally markets are going to be higher in 5 7 10 years time any time is a good time to really yeah. invest yeah. but uh, is market correction a good time to withdraw money the answer is a categoric no and i think that's what's really happening because you know i mean in the past i remember when i you know helped my friends kind of start up you know sips yeah. i would pretty much get a call every 2 3 months hey you know what i put some 3000 rupees it's 2999 what happened to that one That's now fair. my point is that how much is that 1 rupee 10 rupee 25 mm-hmm. rupees going to make a difference yeah. to your life the answer is nothing yeah. right uh, today i mean when you go to buy a pair of levi's jeans you're probably spending 5000 rupees right and yeah. today for some unfortunate reason after 3 months time if you got yourself hooked on to some 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 piece of furniture and that yeah. the jeans tears what do you do i mean you say that okay fine yeah. i'll probably darn it or i'll move on right mm. but when it comes to money every rupee is then accounted for that hey you know what i i, I put in 3000 rupees 3 months 1000 rupees but you know today it's 2990 whatever mm-hmm. over 10 rupees i said really i mean uh, if, yeah. if it was if it was even 3010 would yeah. you be what would you do with the 10 yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> i mean you yeah. would probably just leave it the way yeah. it is right so i think pe- people just don't get that piece like i mean everybody's talking about I mean, if you look at it, oh, you know, look at Warren Buffett. He's a hundred, hundred billion dollars. Yeah. But think about his journey of investing. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. it, you know, he's he's what? He's ninety apparently. Ninety-two. He's been ninety-two. Yeah. He's been investing for what seventy-five years, right? Yeah. And I was reading somewhere that you know, perhaps when he was he reached the age of. 70 or 75 he didn't have that 100 billion dollars yeah he's yeah. probably at 20 30 billion dollars it's only in the last the last 20, uh, 25 years, years yeah. that that money has With the benefit got, of compounding helped. yeah that money and that benefit of compounding has been tremendous which has actually resulted in he creating this kind of wealth yeah. uh, but people just don't get it you know so yeah. so it's you you want to see a warren buffet you want yeah. to see a tendulkar you want yeah. to see a whoever right yeah. I mean, whoever is your icon but do you really want to know what goes under that yeah that effort nobody wants to take yeah, that's yeah, the problem absolutely absolutely you know uh, what is very important i believe and and i'm sure you guys the industry have made tremendous effort is on investor education yes you know, uh, what kind of additional efforts could be done and how are you guys reaching out to the guys on the ground I think I think the investor education. I mean, I used to sit on the investor education committee for many years uh, mm. on on uh, for on Amphi, uh, and I think kudos first to the regulator for the entire initiative of keeping two basis points aside, yeah. giving one basis point to a central pool with Amphi, and you know it's given us actually the the firepower yeah. to really spread the message of mutual fund sahi, right? Mm. Uh, but I think a lot continues, you know, needs to be done. for example i think if you're going to talk to bharat you're going to talk to bharat in that line in their language yeah, language. yeah you can't talk, you yeah. can't talk to them just in english now yeah. uh, today if you see for example 90% 99% of presentations that get done in the industry get done in english right offer documents fact yeah. sheets everything is in, is 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 really in yeah. english Yes, translation does happen, that but does happen depending on a need base. Well, some investor or some distributor comes and tells you that well, I'm doing this. Yeah. Give me. So I think our ability to to talk to the Bharat in the language that Bharat understands needs to significantly improve. Now that requires resources, that requires time, effort, mm-hmm. all of that. And I get mm-hmm. I get that, but mm-hmm. I think uh, I think that's a gap that 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 
over a period of time when you asked about what more needs to be done, I think that's a space clearly that a lot more needs to be really done uh, because because I, I just think that, you know, just because somebody doesn't speak English doesn't mean that that yeah. person is not intelligent or is not interested in how to manage money and so on and so forth. I mean, it'd be yeah. a really short-sighted yeah. view to take, yeah. you know, if you, if you look at it that way. So, but if you can talk to that person in that language, I think it's important. I think a second very important thing is that I think our financial literacy program needs to start at a very young age, yeah. right? So, I mean, I, I know the government has implemented the new education policy and I, I don't have the exact details of it, but I do see a lot of private institutions now making sure that they have a course on finance, on mm -hmm. understanding taxation, on understanding you know, different kinds of investment products, okay? Yeah. Understanding the power of compounding, so on and so forth. I think mm -hmm. that journey uh, needs to begin much earlier yeah. rather than my generation actually got to that journey in a stumbling manner, right? To say yeah, that, hey, you know, girte uh, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, you can kind of, you know, you managed it and you learned something, correct? Yeah. But, uh, but I think, uh, I think for the next phase of growth to really happen in a sustained manner, that journey yeah. on education needs to happen much, much earlier. Yeah. In fact, uh, uh, in one of my episodes, uh, Miss Monica Hallan was a part of the episode. Uh, and and she too has been uh, really trying to create yeah. uh, literacy. In fact, one of my suggestions has been that most of these HR organi you know, organizations, when they have their uh, HR, uh, you know, the the day ones for the new joinees, one yeah. must have an hour, at least an hour long session on awareness, and then yes. they can, you know, at least then it's up to the guy who wants to sign up for a SIF or not. But oh, absolutely, yeah. with and 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 I mean, you know, this is obviously largely required. Uh, you know, in organizations which which are in the non-financial services or non-financial yeah, businesses, definitely. right? So I mean, like the Unilevers or the PNGs yeah. or the or the the, the Tajers of the world yeah. need to, which have large workforces. Look at look at Tata Motors for example. Yeah. I mean, it must be having a large workforce. True. That education needs to happen. Uh, you know, in a it's like it's like how you know in 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 the global corporate world you have these WBTs to say that well you keep you know sending yeah. them to the to the yeah. uh, to the employees so that yeah. it, you drill it down yeah. uh, uh, to the in the employee and you need to do that even when it comes to personal finance because yeah. it's very very important yeah and I know, mean think yeah. about think about I mean think about what happened in COVID right mm. it got you unawares a lot of people yeah. lost their jobs right but today I think the, the generation will think when I mean, if you had if you experienced COVID and you've got probably 30 years of working life ahead of you you now will think very hard to say that hey you know what this job may not be permanent Ooh. right industries could change requirements could change right yeah. you may be very good in your yeah. work and nobody's kind of you know saying that it's like it's like I'm sure you, there would be people who are very good typists, right? Mm -hmm. But the whole concept of the typewriter completely evaporated, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, but but what are you what are you going to do? How well prepared are you for that? I think that's yeah. very important uh, for people to understand. And to get well prepared, I think you a, a very good understanding of personal finance, managing your money, making sure that you've got a pool of money which is there, which is, you know, for an emergency, some amount of risk that you can afford to take, please take that yeah. risk, because that's the only way it'll grow. True, true. In fact, you know, you mentioned about uh, India, or even Bharat for that matter, but I'll go one step ahead, even NRIs who I have come across, 
the the sense of uh, you know investment is still an fdnr or an fd you know i'm like yeah it's about yeah yeah because it's, it's about, about just how, yeah. how efficiently am i going to transfer money from dubai or from ha exactly that's not the point that's yeah, really, that's yeah. that, that's an easy kill right now yeah. right and in in if at all it, it, there's a talk of a mutual fund it's all about oh okay 50000 i'd invested and no but I, like, you, you you know santosh i my my wife's entire family is in the us right and when i talk to my brother in laws they they all been working there for like 10 15 20 years but when it comes to money they are clueless yeah, absolutely I mean, I yeah, yeah 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 it's absolutely clueless right and i sometimes wonder that i said you know guys uh i mean if god god bless you'll probably live till 80 90 yeah, you'll yeah, not yeah. work beyond 60 what are you going to do mm. how are you going to survive i, I mean it's a, it's a scary thought yeah yeah Uh, you know, I had a question to you regarding the long-term changes in the industry. Where where do you see the vision heading? What's the vision really for the mutual fund industry in India? With so much yeah. of money coming in, right? Yeah. So I think couple of things clearly is what the industry will want to push for, right? One, I said it's about making sure that the money starts coming in now from, and a significant chunk starts coming. Today, there is money coming in. But in in a trickle from mm. the beyond fifteen cities, right? Yeah. So if you want that, so that's the one important thing. I think the other important thing is I believe that as newer and newer players come into the industry, they will bring their own ideas. Okay, there will be positive disruption that will come about in the industry, yeah. right? Mm. And that's good, right? Yeah. That's very very good because it will help. the existing players to really start evolving you know their yeah. business strategies which is mm. which is good for the customer i think the third very important thing is that uh, and, and i i've 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 gone ad nauseum speaking about this over the last many years is that the onboarding process in the industry is still a little cumbersome when it comes to yeah. a retail investor so yeah. today i think i could start an icici direct uh, you know online trading account online but you know for me to start a mutual fund account if i was a first time investor there is a fair amount of steps that i really need to take i mean i know that there's an in person verification step that can be taken some of these some of these steps do get taken online but it's not a very easy process let's put it that way right and i think if that gets simplified uh you will have a tremendous amount i mean the amount of people who come to our website who try and invest but then you know through the process just kind of peter off is mm. quite significant right yeah. and if i had to collectively look at it for the 40 mutual fund players it would be a very yeah. large number yeah. so yeah. i think uh, i think onboarding process needs to get much more simpler yeah. uh, i think the fact that we can we should be in a, in a position to communicate and that's really going to grow the industry positive disruption from newer players coming in i mean uh, you know if you look at the us markets today look at the us mutual fund industry a significant chunk of it is today in passives in india that number is still at approximately 15 16% right of the total total market but is there a play for passives here in 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 a, in an investment industry i think the answer is a categorical yes mm. uh, right and that perhaps if you look at it that way if you look at passives here in india it's retail participation is not that much i mean there's the yeah. epfo which is putting in large chunks of yeah. money yeah. into passive funds in etfs uh, but retail participation is not that much and i think that over a period of time will uh, will increase and change for sure so one last question before we leave what could actually attract more investors in future is there anything that 
probably the industry can. I I, th I think I think uh, uh, I think if if we, we we must try and learn from some of the online players, like for example, and mm -hmm. the Amazons and the Flipkarts yeah. and the eBay's of the world. I think they've just made the whole experience so yeah. convenient, mm -hmm. right? And that's what it is. See, uh, we're a service industry, unlike. At least, if you if you go to a, go to a restaurant or if you go to a hotel, they are also service industries. But at least you can taste the food, you can experience yeah. the stay. In yeah. case of one, if a financial product, you there's no touch and feel, right? Mm. But if you can make that entire process convenient, yeah. okay, which is simple for any type of investor to come in. Yeah. Today, yeah. today a lot of the people who are buying stuff from the flip cards of the world are not from Bombay alone. Mm. They're from the length and breadth of this country. Oh, and the reason yeah. they can do that is because the experience, the, the, the experience to, yeah. is much mm. more easier. It's uh, it, it's not time consuming, right? Uh, and I think if once that happens, and I think it will happen because mm. think about it, that there was a time when you could only fill up a physical application form and give yeah. it. There was a time that if you had to do an SIP, you'd actually give, give 25 checks or 50 yeah. checks, yeah. right? Yeah. Of yeah. thousand rupees each. Yeah. Exactly. Those are, those days are over, no right? Nobody, yeah. nobody does that. And that's, that's, that's progress in the absolute right direction. And I think that, uh, you know, as the factor of convenience goes up, yeah. you'll have a lot more people coming to the industry for sure. Yeah. And then with Aadhaar and with OTP and all the fintech, it's... Right. And people are now used to it, right? So people are very used to uh, yeah. get, uh, getting OTPs on the phone, yeah. punching a few, punching five or six numbers on an online yeah. platform and just going ahead with the transaction. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I think if you look at, if you're an existing mutual fund investor, the process is now very simple, yeah, right? So if yeah. I've done my KYC and you know I'm an existing yeah. investor, the process is very, very simple. I, it takes mm. me barely two or three five minutes to kind mm. of invest in a, in a fund. But if you are attracting newer investors, so if yeah. I have to make this four crores to become 50 crores, yeah. right? Then I think convenience will yeah. play a yeah. very, very important part. Otherwise it will not happen, will not happen. Yeah. Zuzer Tambawala, Director, Sales Enablement at Franklin Templeton, India. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode pleasure. of The Sound of Money. Pleasure, pleasure. All the best, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And with that, we come to the end of this episode of The Sound of Money. With me, Santosh Sirur and Zuzer, thank you so much for once again for joining me on The Sound of Money. Goodbye. Thanks. with Santosh Seru.